This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, August the 8th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. Always delivering economic news with attitude. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com, where you can get the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Its CEO and owner is the man who finances it, puts it all out there on the line to inform you and keep, I think, those people who manage the finances of the country accountable some sort or another. Joe Jaquin, on a Monday, how are you, sir? Well, I tell you, I wish that was true. Ah. I, wish, I wish I was able to hold them all accountable, but happy Monday to everybody if you've been out to... All-American Gold this weekend, or if you've been out there today, you've noticed we've added another feature to the website. We've got one more coming. So just over the last 60 days, 90 days, we've been working hard to improve what it is that we do. Uh, For all of the podcasters out there, and there's so many of you, make sure you follow us. Uh, You go out to All-American Gold. Dot com And now you don't have to go to multiple pages to get to the podcast. You can just go right out there, hit right on the main page, hit the button. And I believe that, and that podcast is commercial-free. So you can get this show in 40 minutes or 42 minutes, whatever the actual airtime is, all, in, all uninterrupted, uh, commercial-free. Uh, like I said, make sure you follow us. One of the things that is super important, and really, I think what separates us from everybody else out there, not only do we want you to be educated, I mean, it would be really simple for us to have that, you know, generic website that a lot of these gold dealers have, you know, that static page, but we want you to go out there every day and really keep tabs on everything that's going on out there, and I always tell everybody, you know, we want to educate you. We want our customers to be educated. We want you in the know. And, and you know, we've done a bunch of segments on, on a lot of different books over the last couple of years. And, and so now we've added where you can start ordering some of these books yourselves right, on, right off of our webpage. If you want to get G. Edward Griffin's book, Creature from Jekyll Island, you can do that. And there's a, a whole... Uh, bunch of different offerings that are available to you now and you'll see that up there on our site every day and then we're the last phase so this was a three-phase uh i I would say upgrade of the website the first was making sure the podcast was new and improved and we've done that uh phase two helping you continue with your education by uh, offering books we've done that phase three and probably the hardest of the three phases is we are going to be upgrading our shopping cart platform. Um, and that one right now, where we are uh, through.
through the initial phase of that, but that one's a little more complicated. But hopefully, I'm hopeful, uh, whether it be, you know, sometime in September, we'll have had that completed and live as well, and we'll have completed at least uh, the upgrades of the website, at least for 2016. And I hope that all of you uh, are enjoying that, and I hope you're seeing the value in that. We're trying to make it. Uh, more user-friendly. We're trying to make sure that you're getting the best education possible. And then, of course, after that, we want to make sure we're going to be able to offer you the best selection and the best pricing. All of that coming up uh, here this year for the Patriot Trading Group. And you know what? You know, Homer and I, we like to golf. You know, we love to go. Right, we make no bones about it. We right? love to be. We don't care how hot it is. We no, love well, to matter of fact, that's when we do all of our golfing. In the summer, because the rates are the best they could be. Because once, uh, you know, the winter season here, November, forget October, about forget about it. it. I won't do it. I will not pay that kind of money to play golf. I it, just won't. You're right. Right? We, we, we'll play occasionally if we find a deal. It's, it's got to be deal. a great deal, or, or or it's going to be some type of a charity event. Fundraiser. Fundraiser. Yeah. And I think we use that Scramble. as the excuse to, to play because we, we miss not playing. Absolutely. But, you know, like every Friday, we, we close early on Friday. We, we During the summer, we close early on Friday. We don't hide the fact. And we go out and we play golf at the local Buny course uh, down the road. And, and you know, we're, we're uh, slightly better than hackers. Right? When do you say? I mean, yeah. we're not... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, you're better than I am, but uh, I mean, that's just at golf. I mean, and you got to get something on me, and it might as well be golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Well said. Take it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Hey, anyway, don't go there. Don't go there. Won't go there. So we we played, and Homer has played it. I played it. We went up to Wickenburg. And we played the golf course, uh, Wickenburg Ranch, I think it's called. Yeah, it's a trilogy golf course. If you haven't heard of trilogy, really, uh, there's a trilogy golf course in Vistancia. Uh, there's a right. trilogy golf course. And these are money golf courses. They're expensive to I'm play. I'm going to tell you right now, well, I got to play for free. That's a great price. <laughs> right, free. And, and I, if you haven't, if you're a golf person and you've heard about it, haven't, go out there. I'll tell you, what a tough course. But those greens were spectacular. Uh, and I didn't know how to play on that. And that was the problem. I said to the, uh, my buddy Todd, who I went with, I said, you know what the problem with this course is? It's too good. It's too good. Yeah. I don't know how to play on a course this good. You know, the one thing that also that, <laughs> Joe, you haven't even mentioned is where they placed that Wickenburg Trilogy golf course is gorgeous. Well, it's a great, right? They, they got it down in this ravine, this valley. But the other thing is, is Vegas is only about three hours from there. Uh, but I do have the reason we're talking golf. I have the latest on who may be the next retail bankruptcy next. I like golfing. I like golfing. Would you like to play around with me? It's a nice day on the fairway. The birds are singing in the trees. I'll tell you what, Ramon, you're always on point with that music as you bring it in. You know, it's just, we, we've been talking about golf, and I'll just tell you guys, um, a lot of people hate golf. A lot of people do. A lot and of you people know what? Golf. I'm going to tell you right now. 
There was a few times this weekend I hated it. I believe it. I believe it. I absolutely you know, hated it. I, and, you know, I was looking for it. must not have started yet, but the Olympics started on Friday. Yes, the Olympics have started. I watched a little last night. Did you watch the opening ceremonies on no. Friday night? No. You know what? I just don't. I mean, I watched some volleyball. I watched some basketball. The interest level for me just isn't that, that high. It really I, I, I am rooting America on. I'm just saying... Not that not, high. Not like when I, re- at least how I think I remember when I was a kid. And then again, we didn't have that many choices back then. Oh, yeah. Well, right? listen, when you had CBS, NBC, and ABC right. and your local affiliate channel, and that's all you had, and by the way, your dad used you as a remote control, right. Homer, change it to Channel 12. <laughs> Homer, put it on 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes has been around forever. That's not my point here, but yeah, that's why you watch- we would watch gymnastics. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch. I went here. I'm I remember watch watching Nadia Kamenich. She won it all. She was pretty good. Uh, but we were talking about golf for a reason. Uh, this last week, late last week, Nike, you know, the Tiger Woods sponsor, they announced that they are getting out of the golf equipment business. And that comes on out on the heels this weekend that a prominent retailer is considering for filing bankruptcy. According to Bloomberg, people with knowledge of the situation is reporting that Golfsmith International, and, and they, they're out of Austin, Texas, they've got 150 stores is considering following bankruptcy as it's looking for new owners. It says Golfsmith hired Jeffrey's LLC to solicit buyers for the chain. The company's management focusing on strengthening the company's business and operations says that Goldsmith is uh, currently has the necessary liquidity to pay the company's financial obligations at least for the time being. Uh, they did not say, however, if they don't find a buyer, if that means it's going to liquidate or if it's just going to be a reorganization. Uh, but you know. Just add it on to the things that aren't really adding up, whether it's, you know, you look at the jobs numbers, and, of course, we talked about that Friday uh, while you were home in your underwear. The government said 255,000 people found a job and in the month of July. The real number was 85,000. I mean, that's the, the factual, and when I say what is factual, that is if you went out and looked at how many people had withholdings for the you know Social Security Administration ch- uh, tracks payroll withholding, uh, it was eighty five thousand, and then of course the seasonal adjustments. Apparently, you had another one hundred seventy some thousand to get to that number. Uh, but Eric was late coming, and you know it was raining like cats and dogs. Wow, what a downpour! And so Eric was late, and I had started the show. I had no idea if he was going to show up, but I was starting, uh, and I got about a third of the way through, so I want to pick up Friday's show, and really, it, it, it's starting to get, not starting to get, I, I've come to the realization now that the next currency, after they finish crashing all of the fiat money, because that's what they're going to do, whether you like it or not, you know what, anybody that really wants to look at this rationally will understand this is what they're going to do. This is why there's negative rates. This is why, and it's not just our central bank. You know, they're 
their balance sheet is $4.5 trillion with no end in sight. But all of the world's balance sheets are the same. They're all blowing up because they're getting ready. And there was an article in the Wall Street Journal. This was on Friday. It was written by the professor of finance uh, at NYU, at New York University. And they were talking about digital currency and talking about, you know, that the benefits of digital currency vastly outweighs the negatives. You know, first asking what the currency would look like. Of course, it really wouldn't look like anything. It's an electronic credit. But they're talking about instead of us depositing money into banks like we do today, they say now you would deposit it into the, a, the central bank itself. At least this is the the thoughts that are currently being held, and that the central bank would become a deposit institution. All of the debits would be tracked on the central bank's blockchain, and blockchain is just nothing more than the record of everything, every transaction. So think about this. Think about the government, and of course, the, you know, people will argue that these, you know, the Federal Reserve, you know, the, they have autonomy from the government, but they're one and the same. Having all the data of all the transactions done by every single one of us, and we're almost at that point now. Really, if you think about it, right? Think about everything you don't physically use cash for. There's a record somewhere out there somewhere, right? Hey, I wonder what is in that old abandoned warehouse. I wonder what's in that. A lot of these data centers, they just built this, well, I should say they they redid a, a place, and I forget if it was the old Lucid building, or, or what was it, the one off the I-17? That, that was a, a Federal Express building, or not Federal Express, but uh, American Express was in there at one time. Call center was in there. Yeah. This huge, massive building is now a new data center. Like, like off the I-17 in Union Hills. And, uh, and they're talking about all of the debits being tracked with a digital ledger. Of course, he throws in the resistant to tampering. We'll get to that in a minute. The central bank would pay interest electronically by adjusting the balance of depositors' accounts. <laughs> and I only laugh because this is what I've been telling you. See, this is nice. This was the old way of thinking, right? When the banks used to pay you interest just as easily as paying you the interest, the central bank would now be able to what? Electronically take away the interest in a negative rate environment. While the current system of physical notes and bills could be continued, of course, and they say just for a while, for the old timers, right, the ones that don't want change, Right? We'll keep that for a while. It says uh, that a system sees, uh, the system seems relatively simple. Implementation 
wouldn't be as easy. Of course, that would be hard, right? Think about this. Everybody would resist this until what? There's a crisis. And then most people out there, and you know this, we know this, they're going to demand it, right? We need we need to bail out these institutions. Everybody needs to take one on the chin, and we need to go to an electronic currency because everybody's a bad guy, everybody's a terrorist, everybody's a drug dealer. But quite honestly, the real reason not for counterfeiting or any of those other things. They need the money. Right? Those that control the money control the power, and they need the money. There are plenty advantages to this. The government would save nearly $1 billion. Now, that sounds like a lot of money. Sure does. Right? It sounds like a lot of money. Sure does, man. But you figure that by the time they're rolling this out, we're going to be running in trillions of dollars of deficits. But they'd save a billion dollars annually by not having to print, store, transport, and or safeguard physical currency. Right? They, wouldn't have to, no, they would no longer have to fly it into Iran. Right? That's another advantage. I don't know what that costs. But just try to find four hundred billion dollars just flown on a private jet into right. Iran. You know what, what would we do in all of these countries where you know we drop money in there? Now we got to drop electronic credits. I don't. Know, we maybe not even want to rethink that. Tax collection would become much simpler. Hmm. Just think about that. Hey, no need to file any tax. We got you here. You know what? We did your taxes for you. And uh, we'll just be taking what we need. Tax evasion and money laundering would become prohibitively difficult. See, look at all the advantages. Because let's face it, we're all tax cheats and money launderers. Deposits would no longer have to rely on commercial banks to hold their checking accounts, and the government could get out of the risky deposit insurance business. <laughs> I love, actually, I'm only laughing because I've been telling you guys all along, you know, the that's a big scam. It's FDIC insured. I find myself saying that to people. When we talk about, you know, physical gold IRAs, it is FDIC insured. I mean, that does make you feel better. You know, they came up with that during the heights of the Great Depression to try to make people feel better about giving their money to the bank because the people during the Great Depression, they realized, just like I've told all of you and tried to educate all of you, the second you deposit that money into the bank, it's no longer your money. You do know that. You're an unsecured creditor to the bank. That way, you know, and, and, and how do you know this as true? simple because when those banks went under the banks failed what happened to those people during the they lost all their money because it wasn't theirs they lost it all so they came up with this fdic insurance thing which was great when we had eighteen thousand banks when most of the banks were, were relatively small banks and maybe a bigger bank was like a regional bank maybe you had branches in arizona nevada and california that was a big bank at during the time but now we have the mega bank, right? We're a mo the vast 
majority of the nation's wealth is in less than, really, well, it's in five or less banks, but if you want to get to 90%, just take the top 20 banks. you got 90% of all the deposits. The FDIC, FDIC's only got $20 billion in the bank. You know, there's a couple trillion dollars worth of deposits. Do the math. That's a scam. But anyway, I digress. They said, we can get out of that now. Because we all know that the Federal Reserve can just make money with a, you know, a couple of data entry. Just click, click, click. Oh, here's another trillion. Here's another trillion. Commercial banks that wish to keep making loans. Boy, you know, think about this. Without the deposits, how would they get the money? They would have to raise long-term capital in the debt and equity markets, ending the mismatch between demand deposits and long-term loans that can cause liquidity problems. <laughs> we have when people decide they have no interest in paying the bills, you got problems. Central banks would be able to expand credit and control the monetary system without the need for commercial banks to intermediate. Boy, that sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Think about that. These guys can't even... I, I'm, I'm uh, trying to find words that I, I don't want to... Well, let's just face it. They have no idea what's going on. I mean, look at where we sit right now. Now we want to give them absolute power, and that's going to make it better? Right? Think about Ben Bernanke talking to him when the housing market was crashing and coming out in August of 06, talking about how they were raising rates. They didn't see that there was a little frothiness, but it was only the subprime market and everything was fine. It's based on solid fundamentals. They have no clue. The central bank could more easily adjust monetary policy because it could have the ability to target specific accounts. Oh, that's even better. Digital currency is coming, and we have the first thing of a bail-in with digital currency. That's next. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 This is what we have to look forward to. This is what's coming. Digital currency, control of your bank account. Just as easily as they could electronically give you interest, they can electronically take away the interest. How about this? This is another one of the advantages. The Federal Reserve could now loosen monetary policy, say, in only economically depressed regions of the country, or for certain types of depositors. You know, the proverbial pick the winners and the losers. That's a great idea. I mean, all of these things, these are all the things that they've been working towards. They've been working towards control. They've been eliminating the competition. And now uh, they're, they're on the doorstep. And the groundwork being laid to go to full-blown electronic credit currency where they simply can take what they need. I don't know if you saw, and I didn't normally pay attention. I don't talk a lot about, like, Bitcoin. 
right? And a lot of people say, you know, that this is the wave of the future, and it is. Just not like this. I mean, it's going to be central government and oversight on it. But last week, and this happens quite a bit, the exchanges get robbed, right? The the hackers, and you know, who knows how it all works. Somehow they can hack and steal the digital currencies. And it happened again last week. And uh, it said that the, Dur- the the digital currency exchange lost $65 million worth of bitcoins that was hacked last week. The interesting part is how they decided to apply the losses. And this is the the thing that, you know, when we talk about, you know, when I first started with Eric, we always talked about devaluation because that's what happens. And right now, the central bank, and, and I hope most of you, if you've listened to me for any length of time, understand, they are, they are in the controlled, slow, gradual devaluation game. And they've been in this game since its inception. Just think about the, they want 2% inflation. Really what they're saying is, they want your purchasing power to decrease by 2% a year. In other words, would cost $100 today. By this time next year, the Federal Reserve would like that to cost $102. And then the following year, they'd like it to cost $104 and some cents. And then you get the 106 and some change, 108 and some change, 111, you know, a year after year after year. Right? And if you think about it, 2% a year for 10 years, 20%. Right? The average person now lives to be 80 years. That would mean that they would like the currency to devalue by 160% over your lifetime. And we sit there, and the funny thing is, is they talk about it on TV like that's nirvana. And they start clapping and they get all giddy when they get close to it. And, And none of you have any idea what that really means. And as they lose control, eventually... Right? They've got to do what? They've got to make it bigger. There's no growth. People aren't paying their bills. We've got to devalue faster. Right? We've got to change the money. And we used to talk about green notes being blue notes or red notes. And you look at, like, the $100 bill of today, right? We call it the new ones with the blue stripe on it. We call that the blue money. So... Bitcoin got hacked, $65 million. The Hong Kong-based digital currency exchange said in a statement yesterday, so on Sunday, right, don't release this on Monday, right, make sure you do it over the weekend, that the losses from the theft would be shared or generalized across all Bitcoin accounts. Each individual client 
will take a loss of around 36%. So if you sat there, think about this, if you had $100,000 in Bitcoin on Sunday, you woke up on Monday and you only had 66000 left. That's how devaluation works. And you think about it being at the hands of the central bank at any time. They can simply devalue the money. Think about it. It's a tool in the toolbox. Right? That's what they talk about on the internet. Oh, the Federal Reserve's got a, they've got a new tool. They use this tool and that tool. Now they'll have the ultimate tool. Think about this. Federal government. We're having trouble selling enough bonds at the auction. Well, we got a new tool. We're just going to start taking money out of people's accounts. And so now we've had the first case, at least that I know of, where in the case of electronic currency, it's being used. Absolutely. And there's nothing you can do. you got to read the fine print. Right? The fine print says, they, listen, it's not your money. It's our money. You're an unsecured creditor. We'll write the rule the way we want. Here's a 36% haircut. But wait, it's FDIC insured. It's this, it's that. It, it doesn't mean anything. You know, and I, and I say this to people all the time. With a stroke of a pen, the government does what it wants. You know, we talk about gold. A lot of people talk about gold confiscation. Of course, that's been an issue because we know it's actually physically happened. Right? In 1933, the government confiscated gold. Of course, gold was the money then. They wrote an act to confiscate the silver, and then somebody actually wised up and realized they'd have to take the state of Rhode Island, turn it into a parking lot, and build a warehouse 80 stories high to store it all. So they never did silver. But the one thing was, that was the money. They confiscated the money. That's what they did. Just like today, Federal Reserve notes are the money. Once they change it to electronic credit, they'll have essentially confiscated all of the paper money. The Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Laying the groundwork for what is coming. You know, and I, I just see something like this. This is what I see. Your deposits in your bank, $10,000 will now be 1000 electronic credits. Right? Or they could... Who knows what they could do, right? They could make it worth 100,000 electronic credits, right, to make it sound better and then, of course, make the price of everything cost 150 times more. But now they'll have the power to seize and confiscate and essentially uh, put anybody they want into bankruptcy or poverty Right? I mean, they, they electronically just shut down your account. 
They've banned all other forms of payment. I mean, it's scary to think about. And when you start to understand, why do we need this? It's like you're in a casino and you only get to play by they, their rules, and, and they, they always change, have, and, and they, they always have, they change the rules, and they always have house odds. They just set themselves up so that they can't lose. And, and the funny thing is, you know, you think about why is it, why was it? that when they wrote the Constitution, that they essentially outlawed fiat money. Because that was on the table. And listen, there was more than one, more than one of the signees of the Declaration of Independence that wanted a central bank. Matter of fact, the current central bank is not the first central bank this country's ever had. Now, history would like you to believe that it was, but it wasn't. This is just one grand experiment, and I try not to be a conspiratorial thinker. Right? That's that's you know for Alex Jones and some of these other they can do that. But when you sit there and you start looking at what is transpiring, let's outlaw the $100 bill. Let's, let's stop making pennies and let's out, get rid of change because it's not cost-effective, right? It costs more to produce than it does, you know, for what it's worth and all of these things. And really what it is is let's just get rid of the money because you we essentially what they've done is they've devalued it so much. It's no longer really worth anything. And let's get control as these debts spiral out of control. Another new report today. Now, the Social Security Administration, they're really $32 trillion light and all of these things. And and it really does, it's become almost ridiculous, right? When we talk about a deficit of a trillion dollars, that not, is not nearly as impactful as it was just 15 years ago. When you, if you said a trillion dollars 15 years ago, people would have been in panic mode. Now, we already know the deficits are going to be a trillion dollars a year and just in the next few years. Without war, without another major blow economically, and over the course of the next 10 years, it's more than likely the number will be more than $2 trillion a year. And then you start to understand the need, the desire for these people to have the ability to control all of the money, all of it, to be able to tax it. Just think about this. State of California is broke. Pension fund went broke. Oh, don't worry. We can now selectively go into all the people of the state of California and we'll just lop off 15, 20% of their of their bank accounts. But don't worry because we'll do it evenly. Right? <laughs> they'll they'll distribution the, the, the pain evenly. Yeah, don't worry. California is so important, you know what, we'll divide it amongst all the people. How's that? We'll just get everybody a little wet. You know what, don't worry. 
They'll put the uh, the Federal Reserve person, they'll go out on TV, they'll have one of their meetings, and and the announcers on the idiot box are going to talk, well, they're not going to do it this one, because this meeting, there's no press conference after they release the minutes. So most likely in six more weeks, the Federal Reserve is going to come out and tell us just how much of your money they're going to take away from you. And the stock market, Probably the stock market probably rally on that news, right? Hey, the Federal Reserve just took 10% of everybody's money. It's a good day to buy stock. I mean, that's, that's really what you see. Because why is it? Why would we need to do this? What reason could there possibly be? Oh, embrace the technology. Right? Oh, look how much easier it is. People love just to swipe their phone to pay for it's amazing. It's it's happening. And 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 ultimately, yes, there is convenience without a doubt. But don't be fooled. They don't do anything because it's convenient. Or if they do it, it's because they want to make something more convenient for them, which is really simple. We now have all the access to everybody's account, and we can universally do what we need to do. Right? Bitcoin's the prime example. Hey, that hacker didn't hack my money. Well, sorry about that, because this other person got hacked, so therefore, here we go. You know what? We're just going to take just a little bit, just 36%. I wonder what the devaluation rate is really going to be. Pedro Radio News, our final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday. Pedro Radio News, hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. It's going to be odd paying people on electronic credits, but that's probably where we're going to. I got a, just a incredible offer today. Um. And, and it's one of these things where, in all of the years I've been doing this, I've never seen it. The the world's largest wholesaler I deal directly uh, with one of the VPs there. And he said to me this morning that in his 30-plus years of doing this, he's never seen it. We have MS Mint State 63 St. Gauden. A regular raw saint uh, right now would run you $1,490. A incredible price for a 63 saint, you know, would be in the low 15s. That would be incredible. Most of our competitors charge 16, 17, 1800. But today, you can buy a mint state. 63 St. Gaudens PCGS or NGC certified our choice for 1475. Yeah, wait, I didn't even tell Wendy the price. Wendy went, "What? You heard me. For 1475. If you buy 20 or more, I'll throw in the shipping at 800 951 0592, you think about 
You got the Raw, you got BF, XF, AU, Mint State 60, 61, 62, 63. You're going up seven or eight grades and going to pay $15 less for the privilege. MS 63 Saints at $1,475. Our toll free number 800 951 0592. If you are going to use a credit card, we are going to have to charge you the, the credit card fee. Uh, just That's just how it is on this special. Right now, the Dow's down uh, over 30 points this morning. Uh, gold and silver pretty much unchanged. Right now, uh, gold's down a dollar and a half. Uh, silver is unchanged. Gold's at $1,334 and change. Uh, silver is at $19.81. I do have U.S. Silver Eagles, those are also uh, readily available right now, and those will run you at $475. If you want to add some silver on uh, to those MS-63 Saints, like I said, you think about, that's a lot of years to never have this thing happen like this. And you think about where we were this time last year. This time last year. You could not buy a St. Gaudens, at least not in, you know, the Raw, the VFs, the XFs. I mean, you only could buy them starting at AUs and 61, 62, 63s. So to be able a year later to buy a Mint State 63 for less than Raw Gold, that's a fantastic opportunity. Hope all of you are able to take advantage of it. 800-951-0592. Homer and I will be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.